2: Yo, party people. It is Ashley of single woman Chronicles.com where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. I am here with my co-host Brittany L. Smith. Hi. Right now I'm I'm all over the place. Yes. Okay. Um <laughs> I am if doing the most was a person and on the day
1: to any day anyway. On the day to day. day.
2: And usually my time management is wonderful, but I was so tired yesterday that I overslept, and my overslept turned into the day that I plan, which is like to the T, because time management is everything, it's it's going over. My <laughs> cup is running over. But, but it's going to be great. It's going to be great today. But not in a good way. It's going to be great. Um, no, I'm <laughs> saying the day that, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to do a little something different. Um, I'm a movie head. She's a movie head i love tv shows i am the binge watcher a lot of people who don't have tvs in their home i don't understand them because
1: <laughs> they have laptops to binge
2: it's like what i was saying <laughs> people who don't have tvs in their home i don't understand them because that's just not how i live my life <laughs> because my whole <laughs> life i've always been a tv head tv buff i know some people they just want to watch t- I mean listen to music and vibe out i like music too but i need some tv time but um yeah I will be reviewing some tv shows here and there um and we just so happened to finish Harlem. the new show on
1: amazon prime
2: yeah so spoiler alert if you have not watched harlow the whole season spoiler alert do not listen to this turn it off come back once you have this because is your warning. i'm about to snitch i'm gonna tell you the whole thing i'm gonna tell you the whole shebang okay All right, okr. This is your warning. I don't know if they do that no more, but I'm doing it today, okay? So this (laughs) is your warning. Don't try to fight me. Don't at me, fam. Let me stop clapping. (laughs) You you (laughs) had ample time to turn this off
1: and come back to it. So I'm going to say it
2: again one more time spoiler alert if you don't know what a spoiler alert is it means that i'm about to tell you what happens in the series before you have watched it so you cannot be mad yes. at me because i done told you it was a spoiler alert because i'm about to spoil everything because we're about to tell you exactly what happened because we gotta give our opinion and we can't give our opinion <laughs> if we're gonna tell you exactly what happened okay okay okay, okay. Cool. You feel me? cool you feel me cool cool cool, cool. <sighs> it's a mouthful so harlem on amazon prime harlem on amazon prime y'all okay so it's a 30-minute series. It shouldn't take you too long to watch. Um, what's that, five hours? I think it's 10 episodes. 10 episodes. So good. So good. So, Very so, so, good. Very, puts you in the mind of an Insecure, mixed with Run the World. It takes place in Harlem, New mixed York. Mixed with Sex and the City. Yes. Um, so, so great. Yes, it's great. So I'm going to name the characters. I have my phone out because I couldn't remember everybody's name because what's crazy is the people I remember named first are the people who get on my nerves the most (laughs) so I definitely remember Camille played by Megan Good's character played by by Megan Good good. so Quinn played by Grace Byers who um is also known as Boo Boo Kitty from Empire then we have Shaniqua Shandai I think that's how you say her name I'm sorry if that's not but she played Angie who's my favorite character and she's no she's not necessarily my favorite she's just the least problematic (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I could and see that. And yeah. then
2: Jerry Johnson played, uh, Ty played by Jerry Johnson, okay? Yeah. So we have four friends, Camille, Quinn, Ty, and Angie, right? All right, so keep clapping.
1: What was your overall
2: views on
1: I love the show. Mm-hmm. I love the female, black female dynamic. I love that these are all uh educated black women who are doing well for themselves. Cause mm. it's past time to see it, you know. I don't know why Hollywood just thought that black woman didn't have it going on. Lies. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I love seeing we have a black doctor, Ph.D. um, professor. Mm -hmm. We have a black female designer who owns her own store. We have a black tech conglomerate who, Mm -hmm. you know, black women, especially black women in Mm -hmm. technology is so rare to see and is so not at the main front. And we also have another one who is like an artist, which mm-hmm. I hate to say a struggling artist cause she's Lord struggling. Jesus <laughs> she she she's said. struggling. So she's a singer. <laughs> um, she's now getting into acting with theater in a musical inside the show. Spoilers <laughs> alert: We said that already. And, um, so they just talked about, you know, their day to day, their friendships. And as they try to navigate through relationships, as well as their careers, trying to advance and trying to still, um, be friends and make time mm-hmm. and talk about their woes and stuff like that. I loved the character dynamics. I'm all for like woman dynamics and such. But oh,
2: we're not there yet. We're just giving an overall. Okay, what was your to
1: overall opinion I'm about
2: to then? Tell you. Um, <laughs> as soon as I played the scene. Anywho, uh, overall, I agree with you. I love how we got to see a different dynamic. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but you guys have noticed, but. For some reason, women typically only have the same kind of job in TV shows. Mm -hmm. It's like marketing, or it's advertising, or it's journalism. Yeah. You don't typically see women, not even just women of color, women, period. They always have the same kind of job. So I really liked how they tapped into... um, Different professions. Different professions. Especially a professor and especially a tech person who built an app. Like, Mm -hmm. that was beautiful. Even with... Um, Grace Byers' character, who I keep forgetting her name, Quinn, uh, Quinn even with Quinn showing that having <laughs> having an EIN, honey, and an LLC ain't always what you want it to be, honey. It's not. Because it's a struggle sometimes. It is. And people paint this narrative that it's not. So I just loved that overall thing. And then I loved the dynamic of the friendship and the reality of what it looks like in dating and just living in a city like new york in
1: harlem specifically i wanted to piggyback because with grace with Grace's character Quinn's character um, she does own businesses but they talk about how she owned several businesses that failed Mm -hmm. before where she is currently now with Mm -hmm. her designer so one was like a children's gym something else was like a juicing place something else was whatever and that's real people who own businesses sometimes the first endeavor does not work sometimes the second endeavor doesn't Mm -hmm. work so I think the fact that they had mentioned that and were talking about Mm -hmm. that was also really dope
2: Yep, failing forward is a thing. Failing forward, because, um,
1: like, whoever just tries one thing once ever and then mm-hmm. immediately succeeds and blows up, and it's fantastic.
2: Yeah, even the mention, um, the young lady, Morgan DeBun, who created Blavity, mm-hmm. she created Afrotech, mm-hmm. um, which was mentioned in the series. She talks about how she had different endeavors mm-hmm. before that one hit. And me, you know, I'm self-employed. I don't say entrepreneur um, because... To me, an entrepreneur is someone who has people working for them. Um, I'm not there yet. Most people begin with self employed first, Mm -hmm. which means they employ themselves, they work for themselves, Um, but they're the everything in their company. They do the day to day, they're marketing. They are all the letters. They are everything. So (laughs) I'm that, I've been that since 2016, Mm -hmm. and it's a lot. And I've had a lot of different. Businesses, and I've been successful at a lot of different things, but and a still lot of ups working. and downs.
1: Different, different story. Different. Let me, let, me different.
2: Tell y'all let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. I we jumping into just the real of the series. I love. I'm talking love. How they showed the dynamic of having a parent who has money to that can give you seed money, and still having to go through life and keep asking them and just that dynamic and struggle and struggle because i'm not gonna lie my whole life i felt like i don't have parents who have money so it's unfair and i felt like i struggle harder than people who did but then when you see the dynamic on tv where that's not always true because even if you have parents with money who can fund your dream you still have another um cross to carry I feel like Mm -hmm. we always be thinking our cross is heavier than someone else's. And that's not always necessarily true Mm -hmm. because although I got it out the mud, quote unquote, and I struggled and my cross was, you know, my cross, I didn't have to answer to nobody. I didn't have to go and beg nobody for money. Like it was literally sometimes rent due on a Monday and I ain't got no money on Sunday, but Monday morning rent comes through. <laughs> like, I don't have anyone I can ask, but at the same time, you know, it was just a blessing. But at, like, when you have to go and ask a parent, you have to wonder are they proud of me? Are they tired of me? Mm-hmm. And then you see Jasmine Guy, who was played, uh, who played Grace's mom, like, she was just annoyed with grace and it kind of ruined their relationship Mm -hmm. so you kind of don't want that sometimes so it's just a struggle i'm really tired of llc um community like just start the business and everything will be okay it's a lie lie. (laughs) it is a lie because many times you start a business then what and then also it's not even starting
1: a business you just applied for the (laughs) name exactly (laughs) That's that's literally what you don't actually for the LLC need.
2: Is. You literally don't need proof to start an LLC. You don't. You, you can have wake up today, pay one fifty, and start an LLC, LLC. Depending on where you and live, do and do
1: it. nothing with it. And do nothing with it. And then it, and, and then
2: it'll expire next year, if and you, you have to pay it again and if you don't that's renew
1: it. What your LLC <laughs> is, you put on a piece of paper. I want this name for to make this company. It's gonna do this. And pay money, and then congratulations. Boom. Whatever state you're in, it says, like, this is an official business, da, da, da. That's, that's what it is. So people mm-hmm. who think that because my business is an LLC, things like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. it's a small thing, or it's like, you, you, how's your little LLC going? Child. You know? <laughs> Fighting words. Uh,
2: <laughs> Before I say what I'm going to say, your makeup looks amazing. Oh, thank
1: you. Okay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Done by Brittany.
1: Um, Done
2: by me. <laughs> so nine to fivers please don't believe the hype the stability that comes with a nine to five like i ain't gonna lie to y'all i was i'm just not called to work for people like but you have i have though i've had a lot of jobs Mm -hmm. i was such a good worker because my work ethic is crazy because i'm built to be a boss that i can go back to like any job because i was such a great worker Mm -hmm. like i never took it for granted i put in my two weeks notice I was showing up on time, like all of that, except that one time she laughed and I quit. But whatever, I could still go back there too. I cussed you them can't. out, but I could still go back because I was that there. good. <laughs> but anyway, like I just wasn't called. Like I would literally fall into depression working for people. But I will tell you the truth. Sometimes I wish that I was called to work under a business because it's easier. It is hard building something with your hands. It is hard building something from the ground up. Oh my God, it is stressful. It is really hard. It is ghetto, okay? <laughs> like, so don't be ashamed of your nine to five. Like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's
1: nothing wrong with working a nine to five. And Absolute if you are, like, be and I'm the so best. Tired of people That's what making we're it saying.
2: Like, it is. No, I wish. I wish I was called to it. And there's I people wish. who are. Oh and
1: there are people who move up <laughs> and there are people who make way for other people, especially for people of color, or change the dynamics within the company. Yes, we need more of that exactly. too. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so let's,
2: we've done that. Let's jump into what really grinded your gears, especially as it relates to Single Woman Chronicles. Please tell me, you want to start or you want me to start? Please start. You start. <laughs> Camille. Camille. I wanted to fire off on Camille a few times. <laughs> I wanted to swing on her. Wait, time number one. Let's just see. Time on number one. Time number one was when she let that fine. Fine. He was oh, fine. That man he fine. was a chef. He could cook, girl. I just. Oh, uh. I don't even care. That man. I don't even care if he could use his hands. Have you seen him? <laughs> Tyler But he Lepley. also can
1: cook. That's a bonus.
2: Tyler Lepley. I think that's how you say his yes. name. Who plays the character. plays the character Ian. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember if you find it, you get on my nerves. Yes, God.
1: Who he find? Out? God bless. He did a work. Ah,
2: oh, yes. He did a wonderful work <laughs> in him. Look what God did. But Ty, Tyler Lepley, well, in. On the show. On the show, was Megan Good's boyfriend, long time since college. They had been together for five years. He decided to move to Paris making good at the last
1: you missed some stuff so they were together no but (laughs) you said he decided to move to paris he didn't up and decide to move to paris he's a chef Mm -hmm. and he moved to paris in order to gain like um uh uh go to the chef school so sorry if that's not the term to use so he got um a job offer to go to the school for three years in paris the plan was for them to go together now you may continue Cause it's important. It
2: is important. The plan was for them to go together and then Megan Good. Doofies (laughs) little doofus. I don't even know if that's a word we used to use it. Oh dummy. She decides at the last minute. I ain't talking like last minute, like a day before, a week before. I'm talking about the hour, the second. Taxi is the way. Round the corner.
1: Round the corner.
2: They done packed up the whole house. They done, she done quit her job, everything. She decides at the last minute, because she got stressed out and had misplaced anger because her mama didn't show up and she was listening to a miserable person. Whatever. She decides, she wasn't going go to go to, to Paris with this fine, beautiful man. That was strike one for me. I wanted to fight out for her because yeah. you know how hard it is to find a good man. So- Not just a good man, but a good man who, like... Because just a good man is hard to find. But you got a good man who is fine. He looked like that. (laughs) He built like that. He dressed like that. He cooked like that. And he loved your dirty drawers. And you let him go
1: to Paris. And he has purpose. He has ambitions. He has (sighs) dreams. He has goals. And so. And
2: then the way he was talking to her when she was trying to leave. Like, it was so loving. He was like, baby, you're breaking my heart. Babe, he was so humble because she was, like, being all upset over stuff that was stupid. And he was just so patient with her. And he was just so wonderful So beautiful. for context
1: clues, because <laughs> Ashley's stressed out, in the show, stressing me we had this episode five years ago. So five years ago, we see um, Camille and Ian. They're getting ready to go to Paris. Everything's great, wonderful, blah, blah, blah. Camille, she goes to talk to her boss at the time, and her boss is in a very not great place, in a bitter place, and she's like, why do women always have to sacrifice their dreams and their work for a man, and then you follow a man all the way across to Paris, and then what? He gets to have his dreams, and you get what? Nothing. You don't have your dreams. You don't have this. Then you have two kids left to take care of, and he leaves you for somebody else. So that's strike number one in Camille's mind. Strike number two in Camille's mind is she has a horrible relationship with her mother. She, I guess, doesn't see her mother, talk to her mother. We don't know the full extent of that through the series. So she makes plans to meet up with her mom. Her mom, after an hour, flakes on her and doesn't even text her. Camille has to find out, like, hey, are you coming? And her mom's like, oh, sorry, something happened. We'll see you when you get back from your vacation. Not realizing that she's full on moving to a whole different country continent. And you that's know. her
2: mama problem, naturally.
1: And that's her mom problem. So then... Three, strike number three, is that they're actually getting ready to go on the plane, board, you know, with the boarding pass. The flight attendant person says you can't leave the country because your passport is about to expire in under six months. So you need to get that situated. So Megan Good takes this all as a sign is like... I've planned out my life. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. Not making good. Camille um, takes this as a sign. Like, I've planned out my life. This isn't going to plan. I'm supposed to be doing this, this, and this. And am I just throwing my dreams away with you? She's having this whole meltdown, this whole breakdown at the ticketing office while her boyfriend is trying to renew his passport. Y'all seen the episode. Y'all know I what I was going to say, they know what so, happened. Because
2: I'm assuming if they listening, and they done watched it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and but all that of ain't my fault.
1: that to say is like, but just to recap so mm-hmm. we could tell them what we're going mm-hmm. into. It's like when sh- the taxi cab was two minutes away. Megan Good decides to have this whole breakdown. I'm so sorry. Camille decides to have this breakdown. It's
2: both of them. It's interchangeable. To tell her boyfriend
1: (laughs) why I'm not going to Paris. I don't want to have to give up my plans. I want you to follow your dreams. But I still have this to do and I still have that to do. Now here's the thing. That's great for you and all but I feel like we could have had this conversation two months ago.
2: Also not only did she say I'm not going she broke up with him. She broke up with him. Because he was like okay we can figure this out or whatever. She'll come back. You know he's thinking like she's not leaving me she's just leaving like right i'm just, just, I'm just going yeah. to paris by myself right but she literally just ended everything
1: ended the relationship <laughs> with no warning and decided not to go to paris all the while he had a whole engagement ring in her pocket his pocket that stressed me right. out so much because you went communication is key guys we talk about this all the time <laughs> <laughs> this is how it made the face. like communication is key If you are having all these doubts, if you are having all these concerns, if you are having all these whatever, whatever, nobody literally gets up and just moves to Paris overnight for a job. If they do, it's something suspect there or they're a spy. But (laughs) (laughs) moving from one country to another takes time. It takes planning. Mm-hmm. There's several things that you could have communicated to your partner about fear, especially especially if y'all have been together for as long as you've been mm-hmm. together. No, it's not going to be easy. No, it's not something that you probably want to do. But you owe it to each other. You owe it to yourself to be open and honest. How are we going to make this work? What about my career? What about my dreams? How are we going to plan this? Holidays, whatever, whatever. You know, do we have set times? And my mind you, This was still during, like, full internet times, okay? This wasn't, like, back in 1998 when all we had was just, like, AOL Messenger with some kind of sketchy internet or whatever. We full-on have FaceTime. We full-on have every version of Skype or whatever (laughs) on your laptop, on your phone. Um, Plane tickets are still real. Plane's still working. And we're just, like, you just... She made a decision about their relationship that didn't involve the other person in the relationship, Mm -hmm. and then she was mad when he came back with a whole new fiance. As
2: he should, he deserved it because you deserve to be left. you deserve to be left at this point. At this to be mad. But here's the thing. Um, this is why understanding who you are and what you want and what makes you happy is so important. Yes, because of course society or you know it's cute to be like know yourself know yourself but i don't think we understand the fullness of what that means until you see tv shows like this and you understand it (laughs) because when you know yourself you can take for me for example when i get overwhelmed or when i'm tired i can't make emotional decisions because the emotional decisions i'm going to make are not going to be um, well thought out because I'm tired <laughs> and I'm overwhelmed. So I'm not going to make the right decision most of the time. So I have to take a step back. So in that moment, she's overwhelmed. She's nervous. She don't really know what to do. If she would have known herself, she wouldn't have made that decision. She would have talked herself down because not every thought we think is the truth. Mm-hmm. So she would have been able to say, let me mm-hmm. take a step back. I'm thinking this because I'm nervous. i I'm scared. I don't know where this is gonna lead. Feel rejection
1: from my mom. Exactly,
2: I feel rejection from my mom. I feel apprehension from my boss. Exactly, what if if I go and this doesn't work out? She would have told herself, but I could. I already thought this through. It's been months since we thought it out. We packed it. We planned it. And if it doesn't work out, I can always come back because I still have a degree to fall back on. It won't end it. And just like your boss, even though you know, everything else she was saying was crazy. She did still land on her feet. So maybe this is just my story. Mm -hmm. I can say that because I know myself and I understand my triggers that'll have my mind all crazy, right? But when you don't know yourself, you just go all crazy and take every thought that you think and think that is true and you end up leaving fine, sexy men that can cook (laughs) on the sidewalk (laughs) Why you standing there looking in stupid winter, and crying?
1: In <laughs> She's going to be mad about this for a while, guys. <laughs> but it's it's very, very true. And I know that there's a narrative, yes, that women give up everything for men. And that men can leave women. People can leave you regardless or whatever. That's true. You can always depend on yourself. But when you're making choices and to make them with somebody and to choose to have the best Healthy version of that choice. It's going to take compromise. It's going to take work. And how would you have handled that situation?
2: I'm in Paris. Your... What are you talking about? Oui, oui. <laughs>
1: oui, oui. Bonjour.
2: <laughs> what are you talking about? Merci um, beaucoup. Right.
1: I I too would <laughs> have <laughs> also saying, been in Paris. And if is, I.
2: Where is my little French hat? <laughs> if I could have got one of them today, I'll be wearing it. What are you talking about? What? To come back speaking French. If Friendly. I. <laughs> What and this
1: and then also, if, like, anything would have came up, I, too, would have been in Paris. But it's like, I would at least have gone, set up conversation, you know, stayed with him, talked about some stuff. If I needed to come back, um, I would have come back and done what I needed to do. And you guys work it out. But just her having a whole b- meltdown means that we're not in a relationship anymore. Where did that come? We were just planning to go to Paris. And now... Literally three minutes. We're going to Paris and two minutes. She, she you're not coming deserve- to Paris, and then that one minute. I'm not no longer she in a relationship. Nice so, so
2: she don't deserve nice things. That's it's why you awesome. need to work on yourself. And then she gonna keep missing her therapy appointments. You that was need, a really the you, you need. Are the one to who be needs. the first one there. You need to be there before your therapy. You need to be her you to there. Be, there okay? You need to be in a session prior to your therapy. So you be there when the building opens up. up from the last person okay. because you need three sessions a week. Really, Ye- The way
1: that you're making life heifer, choices right now, heifer. you need to be really, and, really. And honestly,
2: I get it because I too have suffered from abandonment issues and, and understanding like, and feeling rejected from parents. Mm-hmm. I've, I've suffered from that, you know, and I get it. You can go two ways. You can either cling or flee. Hers was flee. But either, both of them are defense mechanisms that's going to leave you single, okay? Single <laughs> up in this piece until you get to the happy medium where you learn when you need to flee and
1: when you need to cling. And right? I've also been in the position where I've given up everything for a guy that I wasn't even in a relationship with. We were, in a, I was in a situationship, and I would drop my plans, make sure I was available for them, make sure that they had what they needed, was Honestly, sponsoring a child. I man. knew. It. I was like, it gotta be him. <laughs> For just all my checks and all my sanity, oh, you too can sponsor. It's ruined my credit. All this other mm-hmm. stuff and have given to them and put my dreams on hold. Forgot about my dreams. um Gained all the weight from stress. Hair falling. Out. Hair falling out. Literally quarter size patches in my hair because of stress. I have done that. But at that time I thought they were the prize. I didn't know myself worth. Mm. I didn't know that mm. I could still have my dreams. If I didn't know that they were the wrong choice. Mm. Because if you are the right choice, it is a partner who comes and likes sits together. Hey, let's talk about it. Let's Lay down our plans. These are my plans. These are your plans. How do they fit together? How do I in pour into you? How are you pouring into me? How are we going to make it together? How, what is the the unity, um, <laughs> the <laughs> unity portion of our relationship going to be like? And then discuss that further. But when you are in a situation by yourself, when you are in a relationship by yourself. When you are not with someone who cares about your well being or your dreams or your purpose in life, it is going to end up you having to care about that person over your dreams, and you're just left on the wayside in the middle of winter by yourself.
2: Okay, okay, so <laughs> she said, I didn't know, I thought he was the prize, I had to bring up one of my blogs um, right here, I don't know if y'all can see it. What's the title, what's the title? It calls. It's called, What Does It Mean to Be the Prize, and in this blog, I talk about how I had a very long history of thinking men were the prize, mm-hmm. and forgetting myself, because mm-hmm. I was constantly trying to win them as the prize, not understanding that, honestly, we both the prize. -hmm. Both of us, but I got to win myself first, and then I can try to win you. Because if Mm -hmm. I win myself, I understand that what my needs are, what my wants are, what's going to make me happy, what's going to make me frustrated. Mm -hmm. And if Camille Raggedy Behind would have known this, she would have understood that either because I don't know, I I don't know if she would have been at a point of maturity if she would have chosen him her career or both if she would have gone or not. Cause we don't know that. Cause gone that wasn't come back. Right. We don't or... know because the mature Camille would have been able to sit with herself and understand, okay, what's most important to me, my dream of having a family and marriage or my dream of having a career here in Harlem. Cause she could have her career elsewhere, elsewhere, but is it here in Harlem? But if she would have known herself and been mature enough to really go And sit with herself and be like, okay, if he wasn't a factor, where would I be? And what would I be doing? Mm -hmm. What would be my choice? What would bring me joy? What would bring me joy? What would bring me peace when I lay down at night? Mm -hmm. Would it be sitting next to him fighting for my career wherever I am? Or would it be standing here in Harlem, us having a long distance relationship? Or am I unsure about who we are and what we are and if he can bring me the happiness that I need? Mm -hmm. But she wasn't mature enough for that. That's why she ain't deserve that fine man who can cook. Because she ain't deserve him. She ain't deserve him, Jesus. We just <laughs> so, really
1: hyping you up at this point.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. But but that's why the, the importance of knowing who you are and understanding your needs. So, can we wrap up this heifer? Because she get on my nerves.
1: <laughs> yes, we can. Those, that's, those, those are just our thoughts. Moving on. Who we going next? We going to go to Ty or we going to go to Quinn?
2: Quinn. Let's go to Quinn. Quinn, Quinn, Quinn. If pick me was a person. Or if picking wrong was a person. Pick- <laughs> Let me explain what a pick me is. A pick me is a person who literally does whatever needs to be done to be picked.
1: Like you know that little kid in elementary school when you know the answer. Do you
2: pick me? So- Teacher. <laughs> Teacher pick me? So she's a pick me. Um, She is the person. And I used to be a pick me and I'm retired. So I get it. Because I wanted, because again, I, I wanted the man to choose me so bad because I felt like if I could get a man, I could be validated and feel good about myself. I was chasing. I'm talking hard-blown running. I'm talking um Shakari Richardson. Um, you say running. bone out here. <laughs> running. She is track star out here on them boys chasing these men, right? So, but I had to come to a place where I realized that the right one – going to pick me and I don't have to adjust who I am each and every time and go out of my way <laughs> just to fit whoever is the week.
1: Flavor week. of the week.
2: Right. What were you going to say?
1: I was going to say two things, two things that really got me. The first time we see Quinn going oh, on this date. she live, we We already talked about the show. is called Harlem. It takes place in um, Harlem, New York. She meets this guy that she's going to go on a date with who lives in Staten Island. Now, if you've ever been to New York, you would know that Harlem and Staten Island are not close. You much like to the rest of the place. You would have to take subways to get there, but there How long are. Did it take? My, uh, th- I don't know. Tell me. I'm gonna say. Oh, you took about tra- public transportation in the subway too. Yeah. But she didn't have a no car. She didn't have. I mean, it's New York. Nobody really has cars mm-hmm. there, unless you, you you know. Um, I'm gonna say at least an hour. Yeah. Um, and at then 10 PM. So, at. We get into that part. First, you went in Staten Island. So you didn't say like, hey, let's meet someplace, you know, convenient or local. Because her friend's like,
2: he needs to be coming to you.
1: uh, He needs to be coming to see you or meet up someplace central, you know? Um, One. Two, he says, let's meet up at 10 o'clock at night. So now I have to plan my day to meet you in Staten Island at 10 p.m. Problems. Three, they meet and they're at a... Bar, bar, like not even like a sit down restaurant that type of drink. We, it's a whole full music. club. People <laughs> dancing out over there. They're in their work attire. They can't hear each other. We're talking about this is a first date, not like you know. So they're screaming over people. People are interrupting them, trying to pull drinks at the bar. That's this that's a this problem because it's already ten o'clock at night. Um. And while she's there, not listening to this dude and having this dude interrupt her, he no, she notices that the dude is looking at a chick behind her, checking her out.
2: But he was also uninterested in her. He He was uninterested. Anything she was saying,
1: and he was still looking at another woman, like full on. Hi, girl. So, so what
2: pissed me off was in that scene, I thought when she got up to go to the bathroom and she saw him looking at the other chick, that was her cue, like, this nigga.
1: I knew she was going to leave. I don't just knew she was going to leave.
2: And she's going to leave, but she proceeds to sit her purse at the bar next with this stranger in, to in save public. her seat, to make sure the girl knows that she's with him. What?
1: <laughs> what in the stupid? <laughs> First of all, you in the whole New York City. We don't leave your purse Needless nowhere. To say,
2: we know that purse wasn't going to be back when we she We
1: knew came. the purse wasn't going to be left. And neither was the guy. And neither was the girl so that he was looking at. She has no
2: phone, no money, no nothing now.
1: And she's also responsible for paying the tab because he left her with the bill. Mm-hmm. But she ain't got no money. But it'll be this. So now, Staten Island, it's whatever o'clock in the morning. She's stuck there because the train's not going to run till five o'clock in the morning. She's stuck in Staten Island she till ain't. five o'clock in the morning she ain't got no to money. catch another train. No money, no phone, phone. had to borrow a stranger's phone to call her friend. Do you see how stupid decisions will have you looking? Mm. It will have you looking stranded and raggedy. I too have been stranded and raggedy because I've made some (laughs) awful decisions, so that's how I know. She's (laughs) laughing because she's 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 (laughs) no, um,
2: so I try to have compassion for people's character except Camille. <laughs> um, my compassion I have for Quinn's character is sometimes there's an innocence with people um that they want to believe naivete that there's good in people, but they lack the discernment to to see that not everyone's good, and just because being a good just because you're a good person that doesn't mean that everyone's just because be you're good
1: nice to
2: you. And if you're a hopeless romantic, because I'm a hopeless romantic, you see most people through the lenses of uh, great. but And it's like bare minimum things that'll make you go crazy and feel like they're the one, and they're actually not. They're just doing literally the bare minimum. What like, was the
1: bare minimum of the guy, you think?
2: That guy? Yeah. He responded. <laughs> <laughs> he responded and, and asked to meet up with her. That was the bare minimum. And he, showed up to meet the with He showed her. up. Oh, and because she felt special, because he decided that he wanted to meet her after work. At ten o'clock. Yeah. So, run through of her, she that that incident. Then she got tricked into um, a, pyramid a pyramid scheme. scheme. <sighs> so stupid.
1: Just oh, uh... and then she. Uh, oh, but in speaking of the pyramid pyramid scheme, when when Ashley was talking about things that you give up. She, the guy before she knew it was a pyramid scheme, he's like, Hey, do you want lobster? lobster Are you into allergic? lobster? She's like, Yeah, I love lobster. Whole time she's allergic. D- do you see a problem? Like, you're making concessions to deadly accommodate concessions. deadly <laughs> concessions to accept somebody else into your life to, like, Ooh, this guy's the one. Meanwhile, she's going to have go into full anaphylactic shock. And <laughs> for a man she not even gonna have time to get to marry or be in a relationship with because she's gonna be, like, choked the out. the thing that was crazy was
2: when she ended up meeting a stripper who was actually a nice guy. Nice
1: guy, he cared about her, She was about up.
2: to reject him because she has this idea. The optics. Oh my God, I'm so sick of people.
1: <laughs> because I'm the so sick
2: of people who... Weren't what she ...have wanted. an idea of what... The right person is, but they fail to pay attention to who that person is. It's possessions versus character. Because this is what happens. We meet somebody Mm -hmm. in our mind, we say, they the one. They're gonna be it. So instead of seeing them for who they are, we're seeing them for who we want them to be to us. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing them as our husband, we're seeing them as our boyfriend.
1: Ignoring all the red flags. Ignoring
2: all the red flags, ignoring the blue ones too. Because some people, we ruled them out. Because she ruled old dude out, because he was a stripper. She ruled him out, and she was not seeing the blue flags that he had. Because he was showing up for her, actually doing all the things she. was They saying had things that she in wanted. common.
1: He was thoughtful. He was considerate. He, he was consistent. Consistent. He, he showed up. He was engaging. Up. He like actually exactly took time to invest into her. So
2: she counted him out before seeing who he was, because she. Had all, she was Her optics told her, oh, this is him. We're going to count him out. So she was missing the blue flags, but then missing all the red flags with the other dudes she was picking wrong. Pay attention is the moral of this story. <laughs> if you are a queen, pay a freaking attention. Pay attention. Look at what they're showing you, not what you want out of them. Like, come I've on, been a people. Stupid. I've been a queen. I have to Stupid. <laughs> Just dumb. Just out here floating. Floating in the sea of co- red flags. Oh. Oh, Falling a red flags. oh <laughs> the sickness. I'm done with her.
1: <laughs> uh, No, I think that's... We said everything that needs to be said. I do said. commend
2: her on chasing her dreams and having the fashion design. And stuff, yes. But, number three, we're going to go to my favorite character, Angie. Angie. I love Angie so much. Why do you love Angie? I love Angie because she is so free. Mm-hmm. And she is just a breath of fresh air and people like her usually aren't judgmental because they just embrace everyone for who they are Mm -hmm. because they're so who they are and they're so quirky Mm -hmm. so i just love being around people like that because they just they're so first of all they are (laughs) funny they are hilarious they are a dull moment and then
1: the way they they see the world is hilarious
2: yeah and two they're just so free and it's it's freeing being around someone who's free because you don't That's feel cute. like you have to be or act any kind of way because they're going to accept you as you are regardless. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just love Angie. And she was honest.
1: She was honest.
2: She was so honest. A little, little too honest sometimes when it came to her career because she was keeping it real, goes wrong, was a person. She was that. <laughs> but her honesty um, helped. One, I feel like it kind of helped her friends because... They get to see how free she is. <laughs> so Some of her friends like, were delusional. Right. And then, two, like, you get to pick and choose. Like, I prefer honesty over anything. A lot of people say they want honesty, but they don't. They just want you it's to tough. tell them what they honesty is want tough. to hear. But no, she was honest on what she wanted, on what she didn't want. And she was very, very aggressive when it came to what she wanted at times. But I love people like that because I'm not like that. So when I get to see people like that, it's like, you're not oh. honest? No, i'm honest but i'm not aggressive uh, you're not aggressive <laughs> with men and stuff like that i'm not i am very shy people don't believe me but i am think about me and angie we're not the same you're not the exactly same. that's what i'm saying like i'm honest person when i know you and i in think a you're aggressive at
1: work i don't think
2: aggressive you're with work yes <laughs> but aggressive with people as far as the opposite sex no yeah. absolutely not <laughs> like Angie had a scene where there was a dude behind her. She thought he was fine. She was like flirting with him real heavy. I'm not doing it. This this is yeah, me. No. Saying, this is me flirting with a guy.
1: Look away. That's that's the extent of her flirting. She will look everywhere else. Nobody else in the room. Nothing else in the room. She got stuff. That's me flirting like. with you. So and then she'd be like, "Why didn't you know that I was if flirting?" If you didn't with pick you? that
2: up, then I don't really know what to tell you. Honestly, you don't want my number. She's not lying. <laughs> you don't. Want my, you obviously don't want my number because I just flirted and you didn't flirt back, <laughs> so I'm not understanding. <laughs> we were talking about something with um Angie. So
1: yeah, of other things, those are all of Angie's great character things. But one thing that I didn't like was kind of she's. If you watch the show, obviously, um, she's a singer artist. And she was in the need of a job. She's staying with Quinn. So she don't have a place to stay. She doesn't have a job. And she wants to do something artistic in her field. I get it. Been there. Done that. The thing I did not like was that she didn't really, like, everything was beneath her. She had a record deal. The record deal, the record company, whatever, folded. And she wasn't on an artist on the label anymore. And so her roommate, Quinn, well, I don't want to say roommate it was cause she's living at <laughs> Quinn's house. So Definitely. my friend that I stay with for free, exactly. um, she was telling her like, Hey, you know, the hotel's hiring, looking for a singer. And she's like, I don't want to sing in front of, you know, random strangers and whatever. And Quinn's like, but it's a paycheck. And that's currently more than you're making now or different venues where you could offer your talents and your service and services, your talents of singing or some kind of artistry in order to have some kind of money generating, to have something coming in and everything was just like oh, no, no, no. And even when she sang at a free open mic night and she met with like this producer, whatever, who was going to be producing, get out the musical. She was like, "No, that's beneath me. I don't what do I look like being on Broadway, being an actor?" It's like, "Okay, but that's a whole show. You know, that's money." But so some of the things is just like sometimes like people can get so grandiose in their mind and think that where they used to be everything is beneath them, but currently where you are mm-hmm. is is not having anything. Like if mm-hmm. you if If Quinn decided to up and move, decided to kick you out, where would you go? Where would you stay? How would you eat? You know, so it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to bust tables. I'm going to nanny. I'm going to do this or whatever, whatever, just to have some money coming in. It was just, no, I'm good. I'm just waiting for something, the right opportunity, the right whatchamacallit. In the meantime, that's going to suit my level and skill set. Yes, that's true. But also, what, what 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 are you getting paid with?
2: Okay, baby, you got to work while you grind. You got to do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Period, Poo. <laughs> um, so, initially, I thought, I, I said that she was lazy. And Brittany corrected me and was like, "I don't think she's lazy because she's willing to go hard and to work for something that she actually wants." Right. Which like ended up night being night
1: and with
2: get out because yeah. she ended up being a nanny just so she can pay and Pay order for to the equity be. dues, right? Yeah. So I googled it, like, "What is it then?" So I, I came up with, <laughs> I came to this thing called it illusory superiority. It's a condition a condition of cognitive bias wherein a person overestimates their own qualities and abilities in relation to the same qualities and abilities of other people. Um, They have many positive illusions relating to self. And they basically think they're better than folks. um, And
1: better than situations.
2: Exactly. And so the issue with this is, baby, you ain't Beyonce. Baby, you ain't Jay-Z. Baby, you ain't even Kanye. But even I'm saying that, hold on, let me bring it home. What I'm saying about that is, in order to get to where your mind thinks you are, you have to humble yourself and do the work, even in odd jobs and odd moments in your life, in order to get there, because they didn't wake up there, they didn't, they wake didn't up there. just do that overnight. That came with time. A great example, great example is Two Chains. The reason I named Two Chains is because Two Chains was once named Titty Boy he was in a group called, I think player circle and they had one song they were signed. I think Jeezy was in it too. And they had this one song and after that song or album or whatever, I think they got dropped from their label and two chains. Well, he was titty boy at the time. He was just titty boy. If he would have felt like, I'm beneath everything. I don't have to work. I don't have to do anything. Do you not know who I am? If you I was cared, starting to a record add- deal.
1: Exactly. I was with a group. Exactly. I had a record deal.
2: Res- put some respect on my name. He never would be- would have been 2 chains because he had to grind and pick himself back up. So what I'm saying is, since you got dropped from a label, you're not who you thought you were. You have to reinvent yourself. So in order to reinvent yourself, you have to humble yourself and not feel like you're under or beneath anything. Because while you grind, you can still have a stable income and be grinding, have a flexible job, like being a waitress or being a nanny full-time or whatever whatever. in order to chase your dreams. Uber. Exactly. Drop off groceries. So never feel like you're beneath something just because you know that you're talented. You can can be talented and working towards your dream but still have a 9 to 5 or still be... You know, doing something else to fund yourself. Because let
1: me tell you something: bills are real.
2: They are, and bills
1: don't wait on anybody. They don't. Also, food is real. It is. Yeah, and so is hunger. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually food stops hunger. It does. And <laughs> water is something you need every day.
2: Problem
1: solved. Those cost money. They do. And even if you have somebody's couch to stay on, friends to stay on, at some point that generosity is going to run out. It is. And you have to find new friends. <laughs> you gotta. Find- <laughs> too. Really sick of but they, but, but that's a real thing. It's just like, oh, okay. Well, if you need to know, be in touch with an agent about where your, your auditions are going to come from, what, what cable provider do you have? What internet service do you have? Mm-hmm. What phone bill do you have? No, no. What, how are you going to stay in touch with those people? If that, you don't pay those bills, yeah. you know what I mean? You're not going to show up to their office and mm-hmm. stay there all day unless you have a job. So that's important. And before Beyonce was Beyonce and Jay was Jay and Kanye was Kanye, they all grinded and they all had took L's and they Mm -hmm. brought themselves back up and went through it and kept grinding. You know what I mean? Like even Beyonce was dropped from a label and still kept going as the group. And so, and people who are successful, that overnight story, baby, let me tell you something. I remember very clearly that overnight story is a 10 year, process and that is so freaking true. Mm -hmm. You think people just pop up overnight and especially now with social media and you think that everything happens just with a like or click of a button. That's not true Mm -hmm. at all. People work behind the scenes for a really long time and grind really hard, go through ups and downs, go through losses to get to where they are. So you gotta pay your dues. You gotta pay your
2: dues. Pay your dues, Angie. And another thing um, I wanted to say is a lot. I, I get, I get why. Because a lot of the times people be feeling like they're above it because it's a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. It's fear. It's fear. It's like it's if scary. I go back down there, I may not ever come back up. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. I even listen. I, I listen to a lot of people in their stories because. I get I'm grinding for something greater. So I wanna know how they got to where they are. And it also encourages me because I'm like, okay, they fell down too. They have to get back up and fell forward, right? Um Tabitha Brown. Tab Tab is amazing. I just finished her audiobook and she talked about how she moved to LA when she was younger, but she had to move back home. Mm-hmm. And she stayed home a while. 20, she had a bad she had a baby and everything. Got
1: married. Like baby yeah, baby. like
2: she wasn't there that long. She was only home for like 5 years or something like that and then got, Oh, and they moved right. Yeah, okay. then they both moved back together, but she could have gotten knocked down and and felt like or what if she would have stayed in LA and been like, "Oh no, I'm just going to stay out here because I don't want people to think that I'm going backwards or whatever whatever blah blah blah." blah worried about what people think. And then she would have stayed in L A, and then she wouldn't have had time with her mom, hmm. who was like her heart. And her mom ended up getting sick and passing away. Like, God moves us for a reason. We just gotta listen. Sometimes He humbles us just to like we'll fall back. It's like a slingshot. He's bringing you back to uh what is it? Accelerate catapult you, you catapult forward. You. Like, so yeah. Don't don't be Angie. Like, <laughs> just don't. And you know, I felt like she was learning her lesson by the end. Yeah. But yeah, don't don't be that girl. Don't don't have what is it? Illusory superiority complex. Anybody nobody got time for that.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, last
2: but not least, Ty. Ty.
1: How do you feel about Ty? Ty definitely a boss.
2: <laughs> Ty makes me laugh. Ty makes me laugh because one, she is so pretty to me.
1: She is really pretty. She
2: is very pretty to me. Um, she, she dyed is,
1: her hair after the show. Did you see it? It's really cute. It's like, it? like this, um, ice blonde. Oh no! It's go so find cute. It.
2: I'm gonna go find it. But, Ty makes me laugh. She's very funny. Um, she's very very smart, very mm-hmm. successful. Mm-hmm. I, I love her her swag. I love her energy. Confidence. Her confidence is incredible. But um, Ty, I'm, I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need <sighs> you to do some self work because. <laughs> You you think too highly of yourself. You you are so fish, ma'am. You are you so, are so selfish. Fish. Okay. <laughs> I can't say you're self-centered because self-centered means that you only see the people. Uh, you only see yourself and you kind of like ignore everyone around you and you make everything about you. You're not self-centered. I feel like Camille's more self-centered. You're selfish. And I say you're selfish because you literally were married, ma'am. And you did not divorce this man. You literally just woke up one day, said, I'm not going to do this anymore. And you left. You left. Did
1: she tell him that she was leaving?
2: She- no. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't tell nobody. That might be problematic. <laughs> Alexa, play sweat sweat. Nobody knew. Nobody, nobody. knew. <laughs> no, she didn't not tell anybody. Not even her husband. Very, very, very selfish. Because you're only thinking about how it's going to make you feel. It's going to free you. And you feel trapped, but you're not thinking about the other people you're affecting in your life. And it does affect you because when
1: she's, you know, moving in with somebody and they're in a relationship for a whole year and they're like, Yay, let's take it to the next level, move in with me. Cool. I want to, but mm, he, I forgot to mention. I'm married. Ten years ago, I got married, kind of still married.
2: I feel like that's something we should
1: have talked about. Definitely. Or you should have handled before you Absolutely. met me. You know, and then even then with her friends, they didn't know until she passed out and somebody had to sign the paperwork for her to have surgery. Absolutely. And they're like, Hey guys, by the way, this is my husband mm-hmm. who I have to make major life decisions on that. I haven't seen or spoken to in 10 mm-hmm. years who I guess now realizes that I'm not dead. Mm-hmm. I'm very much alive. And she wants to kick him out of her life. Uh, let me tell you something. I would have so many questions. Oh, so <laughs> if I was a spouse, Oh, 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 mm-hmm. Cause whatever he wants, he's entitled to it.
2: He is. So now you gotta give him half your company, <laughs>
1: and it couldn't have even been that. He would have yeah, just wanted a honest. a sit down conversation. What happened? Why did yeah. you leave? Why didn't you feel like you could he talk to me? wanted compassion, compassion, he wanted Humanness. You know, he wanted just remorse. show me that you're sorry. It could have. It could all be so simple. Um, but she'd rather she rather make it definitely hard. made it hard. And so now we'll see what he chooses
2: in season two
1: In season two
2: another thing um i like that they highlighted um was her dating outside of her race mm-hmm. um have you ever dated outside of your race before i have not but i am willing i am waiting I i've
1: have... been on a date with someone outside i have of been race. on a
2: date it, he was not it
1: he was a great guy i was a problem <laughs> well at least you know. he's married what what happened um. At the time, this was when we were in college, I was doing an internship mm-hmm. and still very new to acting, so I was learning my way through. I was learning about the administrative side of acting on top of the performance side, and while I was doing an internship, I met someone, New York. New York is a nickname for somebody that is a horrible like, person nickname we nickname until, your names until they earn their real until name. they earn their real names that includes it for your phone um so new york i met him at the time and other guy was someone who just we had a mutual friend in common and my our friend came up to me and she's like hey are you dating anybody are you talking to anybody i was like mm, not really he's like well so and so things that you are so fond it's that oh girl and he's like that and i was like this white boy is over here telling me that he thinks I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I up. And he was a nice guy, great guy. At the time I was in my internship, and I was focused on my career. And because I spent so much time there, I was worried about New York, the other guy, and who is not white. And he dusty. He's very dusty. And um, probably the start of a lot of my problems <laughs> <Dusty>. <laughs> and choice and poor choice making skills. Dusty. And other other guy took me on a date and it was great and he reached out and wanted to see me again and i just always made an excuse and had time cuz i was talking to or starting to talk to new york cuz i was seeing him all the time i was spending all day with him because i was at this internship and i never had time for the other other guy he's like i just feel like he said i just feel like you don't have time right now mm. and that this isn't a good choice for you and I wanted to say that's not true but it was true and we ended up still being cool still saying hi to each other while we were on campus and um, then I graduated and New York ended up being a horrible person and I went into depression number one and then other guy met the love of his life got married beautiful kids lavish all that great stuff Mm -hmm. so (laughs) It is a tragedy.
2: Tragedy. See if she knew herself.
1: If I, I didn't know myself. I really didn't know myself. She she was Camille. I would. She she Camille this man. I did Camille this man. I um, good good man. I just didn't know myself, and and I thought he was a prize.
2: Going back to Camille, she had two good men that she done ruined.
1: She did. She does.
2: She didn't even tell her new guy about the old guy. Anyway, back back (laughs) to dating outside your race. So. With Ty, her issue with the one person she actually had a connection with and actually could see a future with mm-hmm. outside of the girl who she was going to move in with that mm-hmm. she ruined because she was married and dishonest um, just was of just so happened to be white. Mm-hmm. And I think I get what she was saying, but I feel like it was all, it goes back to this whole narrative that people feel like you can't be pro-black and marry outside of your race. What are your thoughts on
1: that? Um, I understand where it comes from because mm-hmm. as it. black women, I get it. We so much for the people who don't know. Uh, <laughs> people, society, life in general, America in general, makes black women feel that we are at the bottom of the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I mean black woman, not like oh you look like you can be foreign, oh you look like you could be mixed, oh you look like whatever, like black. If you are just black, not it is racially not ambiguous, black. not racially yes. ambiguous. Black. It's just black. It feels like you're not attractive. Two is that they're for white men who actively look for mates outside of black women. When they speak about black women, it's mind you, everyone in their family's black. They came out of a black woman. Their whole aunties are black
2: but
1: <laughs> they talk about black women. that black women are no good. Black women are hard, black women don't know how to love black women are we, chore. Black women are, we
2: got attitudes, attitudes,
1: black women <sighs> are nasty. Black women can't do we this. Go black woman can never have their hair. Right. Yeah. This is a whole problem. Basically. They just say that black women are their problems to their existence. Um, my sounds like a small peen energy to me, but, um, And it's just like, so, and so they, those types of individuals date other races to show like, ooh, look at this trophy of Mm -hmm. this person that I have that's so much better than black woman. Mm -hmm. So there is that trope that black women carry because we, I feel like we're always constantly having to prove one that we're worth it, period. Mm -hmm. One that we are enough for ourselves mm-hmm. and that we are also great as mates. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yes, there are, and then there is that other group of black men who are just like, I love black women. The person I happen to fall in love with just mm-hmm. wasn't black. But I still love y'all. I still rock with y'all. Y'all are still mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. And I feel and I I don't mind that. Like mm-hmm. because you're connected to a soul. You're not saying that like black women are trash, let me date somebody else. Mm-hmm. You're not putting down an entire race of people. Right. Um and gender of people because of their race. And you're just like my soul connected with somebody else. That's real. Mm -hmm. Do you have black women who connect with somebody else and who are saying black men, I love you black men. You are still great black men. I Mm -hmm. support you. We have to protect you and still show up. The person that they fell in love with just wasn't black, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I get that. But when character connecting to character is so very rare and, Finding a good person and a good heart and someone who is suitable to you Mm -hmm. is also very rare. And sometimes it comes in a packaging that is different than we thought Mm -hmm. and that we expected. But are you going to be open to it? Are you going to flow into this person that is feeding your soul, is good for your soul, is good for your life, is good for your well-being? But the only caveat to that is they aren't the race that you thought. Mm -hmm. Then are you only your race is there nothing more to you than the color of your skin
2: everything she said I <laughs> um i think my issue with ty in that was one the girl said it she said you are sexually attracted to outside of your race but you don't want to take us seriously and i feel like it was just because of what other people thought she was yeah. so caught up on the outside world Optics. because she didn't have a problem until she walked past two girls that were black and they looked at her like she was crazy. And then she walked past the black guy dating the white girl and he like nodded up like, "Yeah, you got you one too," mm-hmm. <laughs> which was funny to me. Like, wait, what? Y'all, <laughs> y'all are weird.
1: But <laughs> there's a whole lot in the in, in the in the you know the head yeah.
2: nod. But what I keep going back to in this show, and I don't know if this was their their underlying message, know yourself because when you know yourself, that doesn't affect you. So we have people like chance, the rapper, his wife is not black. Um, but I know chance, the rapper is pro black. Like he speaks us. It's about what you do in the, speaks up for us all the time. It's about what you do in the community and what you're showing us and where your heart is not about who you marry. Mm -hmm. Because again, it's hard to find someone out here who you truly connect with, who you can see yourself being with for the rest of your life. We're not going to let this little caveat get in the way that they just so happen to be another race. right? And it doesn't because take
1: away from your blackness. It doesn't take it away. It doesn't.
2: You can still be out here. You know what I mean? We're still marching. We're still
1: giving to the community. With the
2: Underground Railroad and Civil Rights Movement, it wouldn't have been pushed forward as much without those people who came and campaigned with us who just so happened who were white as well you know what i mean we needed their support is what i'm saying we need people we need people people. people. we need we need them you know what i mean so we have to um acknowledge that like amanda seals always says and i love it it's white people and it's people that just so happen to be white Mm -hmm. and we can't keep this narrative going like we have to have unity because martin luther king's dream was for us to band together. It wasn't for us to continue. As people, right? Black, white, purple, green, Asian, um, Hispanic, everyone to band together and move forward. Um, We can't do this separate. The, The goal is we have to do this together. So it shouldn't be about who you are married to. It should be about where your heart is, who you're supporting, so... That's my stand on that, and I would definitely date outside my race. So holla at me, <laughs> and, um, you're and are a good person. And you're a good person. I so don't have
1: time for those text messages.
2: Yeah, and you're not like weird, and don't have a fetish for it. Cause yeah, I don't got time for that. <laughs> I don't got time for that. But yeah, so the show I think was great. I think I'm it has some um good. I think women, people everywhere can connect to the characters. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah, I I think it was good. Anything else? Did you want? To
1: no. To love yourself. Know yourself. Take the time to love yourself and know yourself, and it will ripple out mm-hmm. into the people around you.
2: And also, um, go out, have fun with your friends. This is why, because think about this. Um, all the women on that that show are single. But if you notice, they weren't depressed. They weren't like just like going crazy. My life has sick. no existence. No, they were having fun and they were still chasing their dreams and they still had a life outside of like dating and relationships. So you should take a note out of that book because they had both. You know what I mean? They you were can't chasing have both. both. You can't have both. So don't feel like you have to do one or the other. No, you can have both and still feel fulfilled and make sure you have good friend circles and and again go out and have fun because it's liddy in the city. E. All <laughs> right. So, I didn't think this was going to be this long, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Comment, share, uh let me know what y'all think about the show as well. Um yeah. Bye. Bye